Do you want to shout out Drake's birthday? Who? Drake. You know, One Take Drake. Never heard of him. OVOXO. Never heard of him. Aubrey Graham. Today's his birthday. Hey guys, my name is Sherelle Burns. And I am Sierra Tribble. Tribble. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the 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 podcast. Hey guys. Hey everyone. What's poppin'? Episode 38. Yes. We got it right this time. We doing it. We got a lot to talk about. We do. But we've got some announcements to make first. We do. So... Oh yeah, I'm Sierra T, and I'm your girl Sherelle B. <laughs> I was about to jump right into it, and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Um, so next week, Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. Remember from Norbit when he got? Ooh, I didn't. Uh, you didn't watch Norbit? I saw it once, and I was like, Ooh, I don't need. When this he again. was on the date with a uh, with the girl, he was like Tuesday. All right. I did. Sorry. I thought it was terrible. That movie was hilarious. Was it? Yeah. It was, I, and you know, I actually like Eddie Murphy. It was, it was different, but it was funny. Ah, oh, I think I disagree. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are so excited. We have uh, a pretty, pretty decent announcement. You want to go ahead and uh. Yeah. Yeah. So next Tuesday, if you're available, mm-hmm. um, your girls were invited. Ew. <laughs> to a panel at UNCC that is going to be featuring everybody's big cuzzo, Miss Jamel Hill. Starting off as a podcast host, everybody knows his and hers. Mm-hmm. Went to ESPN Sports Center with her bro, Michael Smith. Um, and then things kind of took a turn mm-hmm. because she opened her mouth in support of a lot of things for our culture mm-hmm. and in support of our rights. And they try to silence her, but they're not. And now she is a writer at The Atlantic, and she is going to be talking about sports, politics, and activisms next Tuesday, October 30th at UNC, uh, UNCC on the campus at the Pop Martin Student Union. Um, I think it's like room 340. It's free. It's open to the public at 7 p.m. So come hear what Sis has to say. Mm-hmm. Come kick it with us. Come kick it with some of the students. Get involved. We don't want to hear y'all say there's nothing to do in Charlotte when there is stuff to do in Charlotte yep. like this so, that we were invited to. Yeah, we were invited. Invited. We didn't know anything about it. Had, had no idea. And shout out to our bros, Campbellism Pod. They're going to be there too. Yes. So yeah, that's the fam. We out here. So we're really excited and we hope to see you guys there because I know I'm going to be up in there. For real. Okay. Early. 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 <laughs> so at seven, we there at six. Okay. okay. Say less. <laughs> Get our seats. Okay. I'm leaving work early. I got stuff to do. And I'm going to go time. Hey, man, that. Um, our other announcement is that we are finally on Spotify. Yo. Bam. Listen. Let me tell you something. You, you cannot get away from us. You can't. You, you can't. Listen. Spotify. Yes, ma'am. SoundCloud. Yes, ma'am. Stitcher. Yes, ma'am. iHeartRadio. Yes, ma'am. Google Play. Yes, ma'am. And of course, iTunes. I mean, yes, ma'am. Is there any other platform that you need us to be on? Because we'll be on that too. Okay. <laughs> Say less. It's not hard. I, I'm, if there's a platform for it, I'm signing it. I'm signing us up because I don't want to ha- hear any excuses. Yeah. I know a lot of you love Spotify. Y'all were like, oh, I don't have, um, I don't have an iPhone. Not only listen Shame to Spotify. You. I mean, you, oh, you only listen to Spotify? Well, guess what? We own it now. We own it now. There's no excuse. No, no excuse. So no if you don't excuse. listen now, you really are a hater. That's it. That's it. That's it. And you don't want us to see us succeed. And you're going to be mad because guess what? We're going to succeed. 
And that's it. <laughs> and scene. And- <laughs> <laughs> that's basically it. The end. So let's go ahead and jump in, girl. It's, it's a... I thought it was going to be a slow week, but looking at our list, girl, it's a mess. It is. Like, and I don't understand. (laughs) It's a ghetto. It really is. Like, uh, I guess we could, you, it's like, it's political stuff, but it's, let's start with like the bad political stuff. Yes. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So on Wednesday, everybody woke up to some news that some bombs were sent to (sighs) Hillary and Bill Clinton. Our uncle and aunt Michelle mm-hmm. and Barack, so they really like you. You doing too much? Mm-hmm. CNN headquarters in New York mm-hmm. and Maxine Waters' house. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, it was sent to their offices. Right? Yeah, her yeah. office yeah. addressed to her. And um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like I don't know what's going on. I mean, see it. I know CNN always gets stuff like. Not always, but like regularly. I think the one in Atlanta probably gets stuff more yeah. more than usual. Um, so, I mean, it's I, I, I get. I, do, do, do they do they say like who they think it was from? They don't. Um, they just know that they were pipe bombs sent to CNN. Um, I mean, it says who they were addressed to. So mm. this was addressed to John O'Brennan, who was a critic of President Trump and also served as Mr. Uh, I'm sorry, as Obama's CIA director. Oh wow! So um, it does say that none of the devices harmed anyone, mm-hmm. um, and it's not clear, like it's not immediately clear, like whether or not any of them could have. It could have just been to scare people, um, <clears throat> and they were right. Um, I mean. They were also like some bomb. I know on Monday there was a bomb sent to George Soros. Yes, mm-hmm. I he's think he like, does. He's a day trader. Yeah, he's like a, a philanthropist mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And he's also been a. If you notice the pattern here, these are all critics and arch enemies mm-hmm. of uh, President Trump. Mm-hmm. So it, <laughs> he's just been real quiet today about it. I saw him retweet his vice president's tweet. Mike Pence tweeted something. It was like you know. This is horrible, blah, 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 blah. Now, this is the man that's tweeting at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. He retweeted and said, I absolutely agree. That's all he said. And that that shows you right then and there. He's trash. That shows you right then and there. He's trash. Regardless of who is against you, nobody, you should not want any of these people to be attacked. No. It's not that deep. No. It's just really not that deep. And that's scary. I mean, he said... Well, there's a quote from him. He called them despicable acts. He talks. Who who said that? This is Trump. He said uh, despicable acts. He he talks. My ne- my two year old nephew talks better than him. In these times, we have to unify. We have to come together and send one very clear, strong, unmistakable message that acts or threats of political violence of any kind have no place in the United States of America. I mean, you know what? It's like, that's great. You made that quote. You made that statement. But do we really believe you? No. No. Did you call Barack? Did you call Michelle? Did you call Hillary Bill? Maxine. Did you call any of them to be like, hey, I'm so sorry this happened. Let's work together. So Mm -hmm. this... And I, I know you did it. No, he's not that classy. I'm sure Ivanka probably did. I'm pretty sure, you know, he she probably did. Ivanka Trump? Yeah. I feel like she probably did. Not Melania? Mm-mm. No, no, definitely not Melania. Yeah, no, I think Ivanka probably was like, wait, what? That ain't right. I might be giving her the benefit. You might be. I don't know. I just, I just, <laughs> feel, like, I just feel like I she's okay. 
She's she's I. Yeah. I feel like she's, she's at least a decent person. She got kids. She's a mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's so scary to think that people can like. I mean, shout out to the post their 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 the post office inside of those offices mm. checking that. And I wonder how that works. Like Yeah. Like how did you, you know? know? Yeah. Like did you open you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that must have, I guess, whichever the first office was to get one was like, yo, be on the lookout, you know, because this office just, we just got a a suspicious looking package. You think they like, yeah, put put everybody else on like uh, alert? Probably. Because I do know CNN, the office was like pretty much evacuated. Yeah. Like they got everybody out of there because you just don't know. Oh God, Jesus. That is so scary. Well, I mean, but this is what we be saying all the time. You're so quick to talk about terrorists Mm -hmm. and hardened criminals coming from other countries. You got them right here. They in here. They right here in your backyard. They're your neighbors, your coworkers, the cashiers at Walmarts. Or in that case, people who just don't like you and don't like your politics and don't agree with what you say and want to shut you up permanently. It's ridiculous, man. So... Yeah, do. I'm just glad everyone's okay. Yeah, that's the real tea. Listen, straight up, you sent a bomb to the Obama's house. You don't cross the damn line. You don't. <laughs> they cro- sent it to the Obama's offices. They didn't. They, you don't cross. Still them. close though. I mean, that's if that's a place they you know they go to often. Which I mean, if it's office, you're working there every day. You, you At least cro- Monday through Friday. It's like Liam Nielsen. I, we will find you and hunt you down. <laughs> don't don't come don't come for them. Right. <laughs> um. So. I don't. This isn't politics yet. I guess we can wait about the story about in Louisville, Kentucky. I guess it kind of goes. Does it? Yeah. All right. So there was um, a shooting in Louisville, Kentucky, which my sis over here told me is the ghetto. Yeah. I had no idea. I never been, but I hear things. It's like <laughs> it is hood, hoodtastic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like all right. So there was a shooting at a Kroger in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, a guy with a gun. Who is who was white? I don't know the race of the woman. No, no. But I am assuming she's not white, depending on what I'm about to have you guys listen to in a yeah. second. Um, so the interv- the lady's interviewing one of the uh, one of the guys who was confronted by the the shooter who happens who was this dad and he was just like talking to his dad and his dad was running down like the things that was said to him. So I'm gonna play this clip for you guys. Hold on, let me pull it up. And I'm just gonna play him talking because she was doing a lot of talking. It's such a random it, like. It, even as he's talking, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, so, all right. It's crazy. The guy had walked up on him and had a gun in his hand, and my dad had his gun drawn. said that uh, he wouldn't shoot if he didn't shoot, so my dad just stayed there, and then the guy took off down the parking lot. So, so your dad was confronting the shooter? Yeah, yeah. Um, did that man say anything, or how did your dad figure out something wasn't right? He did he, he didn't realize it was him until he'd already seen the gun by his side. He said, don't shoot me. I won't shoot you. He's like, whites don't kill whites. He said what? Whites don't kill whites. <clears throat> oh, I. <clears throat> this actually is a reminder of, do you remember, I don't know if this was like two years ago, when that white lady got pulled over in... Marietta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Again, and the and the white lady was scared to death, and she had her hands up, and she was shaking. And he came up to the car, and he was like, "the the cop," because she had got pulled over, and the cop was like, "Um, what are you shaking for? Are you you know you're all right? Yeah, haven't you? Don't you watch the news? Don't you know we only kill black yeah. people? You're white. You're ha, fine. Ha, funny, real. Fu- oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
Are you, yo, <clears throat> you know what? Disgusting. I mean, that's great that you don't want to kill you. You don't want to kill your own people. That's cool. Right. But you, don't just, kill just, other people just too. Don't, yeah, just don't kill. Period. Yeah, that. It's, it's called a. It's called a, ten, a like, sin. Yeah, that's you know, like the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments is like a thing. It's like, like one of those things. It's like you know, thing. Moses, Jesus, Thou shall not kill. Yeah, don't, think, doesn't think matter how it goes. Yeah. Doesn't matter what color you are. Just yeah. don't kill. Don't like, kill. And I feel like that dude that was on camp. I don't. You know what? What. I just I have a hard time believing people. It's weird. Okay, I give people the benefit of the doubt, but I also have a very hard time believing people. Okay, and I just felt like I felt like that didn't happen. I felt like he was just saying that. Like you think that guy? Who, you think the guy on camera just said that? Yeah, I feel like you know how again you know how white people don't know what to say. <laughs> so he felt like his story was boring, <laughs> and I felt like he just was like, yeah, and this is what the guys. I don't. I don't know. I, I actually, here's the thing. For mm. a long time, I was like, mm, I think black people give white people too much credit. But now I do. Now sometimes, like, depending on what was said, I'm like, mm, he might have said that. And I think that is something. Because we see, we've obviously seen it happen two years ago before. That's true. So I'm like, I don't know if that's like a code for like a white supremacy thing mm. or something. Like, I don't know. Like, mm. it's, I think it's believable. Uh, it's not far fetched for where it's like, no, he didn't say that. That's true. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just like, because they don't know what to say out their mouth sometimes. It's like, you know, the interviews over, it's like, wait, wait, wait. Like, <laughs> did that really happen? Or are you just trying to be problematic as hell because right. the reporter was cultural? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, no, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think he, I don't think he's lying because like, she, she's clearly like Indian or something, the yeah. reporter or something. I don't think. I don't know. You heard like that pause before, like she had to think about it. She was, she was like, like, wait, hold up. What? She was like, he said what? What did he say? <laughs> what did he say? That's all. And even when she came back on camera, she was like, <sighs> we've just, it's been crazy. Like, she probably got back to the news station like, I yeah. need a transfer. Yeah. I'm not about to do it. She's probably this. a new reporter. Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky as well. It's not, it's a fairly busy market, but um, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of white people who don't know what to say, mm. your girl, Megan Kelly. Girl. <laughs> You got the clip? I do. Like, uh, I just don't understand. Yeah. So, if you all still watch NBC... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Not to be shady. That's exactly what that was. I'm sorry, but like, if you all still watching NBC... So, if you know, Megyn Kelly is a journalist who came from Fox News... Uh, after that whole thing... Um, what's, what's the dude that got fired and got canceled? The, the- Oh, Bill O'Reilly. Oh wait, nope. That is, well, wait. he's one of them. He was just, Basically, listen. So many white men are getting fired yeah. for saying things I can't keep up. After all the Fox executives were like literally let go, like done, she decided to go to NBC. They offered her a contract, cool, and she has like, I guess, kind of like a a Hoda and Kathy Lee type show. I'm not here for it. Situation. I don't even know how people are really watching this, but clearly this is how she's going to get attention. So they decided to have a Halloween panel um, about. How people are really cracking down on costumes and um, especially with blackface, really defending, I think, um, a friend of hers that's on, um, I think, Real Housewives of one of these cities. Okay. And how, and she just didn't understand the big deal with, um, with blackface. She didn't understand why it was really such a big deal. The main problem, it started as soon as you see the clip or when you hear the clip, just know that the panelists that's discussing blackface... None of them have a black face. No, they're all white. They're all white. Okay. It just so. Uh, I just want you to hear exactly what it is that she was saying. So, 
Hold oh. on, y'all. <laughs> My Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi. So truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, black face yes. for Halloween or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. Like, I, that, okay, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. Yeah, if somebody like, feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it, and that's fair game. Yeah, and, and you I, should be able also, to take it if you're going to dress up like yeah, that. Yeah, you got to be able to take it. Yeah. One of the things I mentioned is people dressing up like Nazis and this... If you think it's offensive, it probably yeah. is. Yep. And one of my big complaints just about society right now is... Whatever happened, and I know how you were raised. I don't know how you were raised, but... That's questionable. Yeah. Um, Whatever happened to just manners and polite society? On Halloween, you've got guys running around with fake asses coming out of their head. But what I'm saying is... You're going to be... It's going to be jarring. Right, but what I'm saying is in polite society, someone who's raised it would not think that dressing as a Nazi is okay. And I, don't I, don't look, I don't need the PC or painting police. somebody. I mean, I think that there are limits to how far you want and, to go. But we you're making know. people feel bad. But, should, but I'm saying normal people kind of know where that line is. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I have a son. Wait, wait. You dressed you... as a fireman with an axe and then insisted on carrying the axe around for like a week. <laughs> but you know, you know, there was so, controversy on, so on the Real Housewives. So, yeah. There was a controversy on the Real Housewives of New York with Luann as she dresses Diana Ross. And she made her skin look darker than it really is. And people said that that was racist. And I don't know. I felt like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how like that got racist on Halloween. It's not like she's it, walking around I, I have general. not seen it. You, you have watched it. Me too. By the way, I haven't seen the other. But if she really wanted to look like Diana Ross, she should have dressed as Michael Jackson. Because they... <laughs> <laughs> So the panelists consist of Melissa Rivers, who is the late Joan Rivers' daughter, uh, Jenna Bush, who is George Bush's George Bush's daughter, Megan Kelly, and the other guy's name. Um, I can't think of his actual name, but um, regardless, none of them. Just none of them. <clears throat> who was the lady on the far left? Who was that? That was that was Melissa Rivers. I mean, she was kind of making some points about like you know if you dress like a Nazi, like you got to know, like right, you know, and if you know, and if you like, if you dress like that, you're gonna you get to kind of expect that you're gonna get some backlash. And the, my issue with that was like Megan Kelly was like, okay, well, like basically, no, no one's gonna dress like a Nazi, but putting on blackface, I mean, relax. <laughs> That's exactly how that turned out. Like, I mean, Megan Kelly has been extremely problematic when the focus <clears throat> is not on her. Mm-hmm. I remember just two years ago when Trump called her a, a used tampon. They literally had a Halloween costume as of, of a used tampon and they called it the Megyn Kelly. I did a story on it and it was disgusting. I was like, are you serious? This is horrible. You're attacking this woman. And again, we give her the benefit of the doubt when she was when she left Fox due to being sexually harassed and things like that. Then you come on NBC and you have a panel about blackface that don't include any black faces and you... The fact that we're still talking about or trying to explain why blackface is inappropriate in 2018 is disturbing. 
I don't I don't understand it. I was done with Megan Kelly when she was like, Santa Claus is white. He just is. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that's how you feel? Well, stay over there with that shit. Don't ask me to be on your side when they uh, demean you as a woman. And sure enough. Yeah. <laughs> here you are. Like, I don't I don't understand. And like, so, of course, she put out, you know, a statement saying she now understands. And that's my problem. It's like, so you have to get backlash from everybody for you to understand. Now I understand why this is offensive and blah, 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 all within 24 hours. And, um, you know, all this stuff like that. And they said on NBC this morning, of course, because of course our colleagues are like, oh, wow. Right. But Al Roker was like. Okay, that apology ain't nothing. Really? He sure did. He was Shut like up. he was like, that's cute, but you need to apologize to everybody that looks like me. Everybody. Cut not just the He sure did. He was like, not just at NBC, just nationwide. Right. You get on here every day and appeal to millions of people every mm-hmm. morning and you you don't understand how it's offensive that right. a white woman darkens her skin to look like Diana Ross. Why did you need your skin? We know who you are. But you can understand, but you can understand it being a problem if I wear a Nazi suit. Right. Like none of that makes it doesn't make sense. And and I, and I think it's like I think these people know. These people have to know, right? They have to know. Cuz I refuse to believe that nobody's like what? That's insane. I would have never guessed. Because right. you, if you can understand the Holocaust and the 6 million Jews being killed and whatnot, then you can definitely understand 13 to 14 million African people being taken from their homes and brought over here in slave ships and killed and forced to work for 275 years of free labor. You can definitely understand that. So don't tell me. Don't tell me. And I don't need your bullshit apology either. Like, oh, now I understand. No. Did did you have? Did they have a Rashida come up in there and was like, yo, Megan, sis, let me put it down for you. And that's what I'm saying. It's like y'all really took the high. First of all, the fa- it's like it's so cliche. <clears throat> Every Halloween we have the same conversation. Every Christmas we have the same. It, yo, producers, let's do something different right. now. And it's like, so whoever her producer was clearly didn't look like you or me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm like, you know what? We need to get... Why don't we get Tamron Hall and Al Roker, whose show got canceled because of you? Right. Why don't we get them on here? Why do we need Melissa Rivers to make jokes because she is somewhat of a comedian? Yeah, I mean, she's following her mother's footsteps. Yeah. Fair enough. Jenna Bush, okay, no beef with you, but yeah, like why? There were so many other people that you could have got on there that was right in that studio. Right. That could explain to you, I see what you're saying, but you're wrong. Because nothing, there was nothing was solved. In that panel Nothing About blackface With no black faces Nothing It makes no sense that, Sidebar There's a girl sitting In the back of uh, <laughs> Megan Kelly Making a face The whole time Like, like excuse what? me What <laughs> Loki wanted her To be like Girl what the hell Yeah <laughs> I wanted her to pull um, uh, Annalise with the bag Like I gotta go right. I don't got time for this Like Seriously Cause it just made no sense Are you like, serious Megan you can shut All the way up Like bye girl They need to find her And like interview her Like so after the show Like what did you do After the show Like after the segment What did you do I'm curious to know What she did She probably was like Cause her face like uh, Someone took like Screenshots of it Like her like face Like genuine Like gradually changing Through the statement She was like, like mm-hmm. What <laughs> <laughs> What <laughs> Oh my god Classic 
classic. I'm just so sick of people not knowing what to say for for ish and giggles. Like, yo, you speaking of people saying stuff for shits and giggles. I hate ooh, everybody. My segue's on point this week. It is. You are killing them today. <laughs> Let's talk about Chelsea, Chelsea Handler. Oh my God. Chelsea Handler was on the Ellen show, and I guess she had a come to Jesus. <laughs> Somehow, some way, and all of a sudden, she is like, "What pro black? Can we call her pro black?" No, no, we can't. Chelsea Handler has been problematic for a long time. She used to have a show on the E Network. Mm-hmm. She used to have a a sh- uh, short Hispanic guy as her co-host, which that is a problem for me even to this day, even with Jimmy Kimmel and Guillermo. But really, yes, I don't like it. And I, and I wish, but I'm also not Hispanic, but even just like the whole sidekick thing and like hmm. them being let, let, Latinos, I don't like it. I don't like it. Hmm. I, I hate it so much. That's interesting. I really hate, because the way that Jimmy Kimmel, like the way that the things that they have Guillermo do, and that might just be his character, fine. But it's just like- I kind of get where you're coming from. He be like, "Hey Guillermo, you drinking tequila tonight?" And Guillermo be like, "Yeah, see." I be like, mm, "Why?" This makes me it makes me cringe. Hmm, very I do, interesting. I do not like it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Huh? Yes, it bothers me. Anyway, uh, Chelsea Handler, hmm. Chelsea Handler, um, one of y'all's uh, problematic white faves, mm. decided to um, change mm. her life around. So she was talking to Ellen, Did the generous, and she was like, "Girl." Um, you know, we got to be, I'm going to just play the clip because, you know, here we go. From us. I think we used to, we always have to look to black women. Black women always vote in their best interest. 94% of black women voted for Hillary Clinton. Well, 53% of white women voted for that guy. We have to look, black women vote in their best interest always, historically. They always know what's up. And we have to be sisters to them. We have to vote in their best interest as well. Yep. So, yep. it's, um... So this is this is bringing uh, me to the question about your Netflix special, uh, which it's a do- is it a documentary? It's a documentary on white privilege. Because I was looking around a lot after uh, the election happened, and I was just kind of looking at myself, and I started to read a lot of black authors that I hadn't read before because Why I was stuck you? in I'm my sorry. own world. And I just started to think about all the privilege I've benefited from in this industry, specifically being a Jew is a bonus, being a girl as a comedian when I was coming up was a bonus. There weren't a ton of us. I had every advantage and every door open for me. And when I started to look at around at people that don't have, you know, as successful of a career or are working twice as hard to achieve the same things, I started to feel really gross about myself. So on a very fundamental level, I wanted to examine it further. And Netflix is great because they're just like, yeah, go, you know, I'm like, let's start with my own white privilege. I mean, I've just been badly behaved for 20 years and getting tons of money thrown at me for being a loud mouth. You know, I mean, you could say I'm talented, but you could also say I'm not talented. It's really neither here nor there. Yeah. So for me, it's an important subject matter right now. It's like, what are the people that are benefiting from this going to do about it? And I'm somebody who's benefiting from it. Good for you for doing something about it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Silence doing something audience. about it. It's eye-opening. I mean, I, I get in trouble every single day I shoot. I say the wrong thing. I, I'm dying to know how to be a better person. So I think we can all learn from it, you know? And I think white people obviously have a lot, a long way to go. <laughs> yes, we do. Are we impressed? No. No, okay. We're not I'm impressed. just... <clears throat> I, I saw that going around Twitter, mm-hmm. and I just, I kind of passed it because I was just looking at everybody like, 
just clapping for her, like, oh, snap. I was like, yes, go Chelsea. Yes, you invited to the cookout. That is the main problem with us. <laughs> All she did was throw out some common sense shit. And y'all rolling out the red carpet and all, what y'all can't see is that this is all just pro. She barely said anything and Ellen was like, okay, the documentary, that's right. what you're here to talk about. Right. I love Ellen, but that's exactly what that was. And y'all are, so, we're so quick to just be like, oh, I'm sick of it. I am tired. That's that's great that you decided to read black authors. Who that you, are they? Right. Who are the? If she would have been like, oh, I read, I read one, two, and three, I'd have been like, okay, maybe. And it better have been some not like don't sit here and say James Baldwin, Maya Angelou, and uh, <laughs> and Langston Hughes. And I'll be like, no, bitch, really? Get your ass, really? <laughs> you know, I went to go see the hate you give, and now you all of a sudden righteous with the with the world. Did you read Women Racing Class by Angela Davis? No, I, I didn't. Me neither. I didn't. I, I don't to, think she did either. I need to read that. Um, <laughs> I'm reading it now. That's why I asked because I'm like, girl, I just, I'm just, whatever, man. I'm not impressed. That's great. You went on Google and you looked at some stats. Again, common sense <clears throat> stuff that we already know that's been proven for history and decades. And Listen. you get on the Ellen show and you say some real stuff and everybody's just like, oh my God, Chelsea Chelsea Handler gets it. You can feel the audience being like, ooh. Like on camera, she gets it. We don't know what that chick does behind closed have doors. no idea. Okay. The, the audience, you can feel the tension in the audience like, oh. Yeah, because that there, there was a clapping moment. Yeah. And I'm not saying what she said was worth clapping, mm-hmm. but there's parts, I mean, if you've ever been on TV set or, you know, just study journalism, there's parts where they're like, Applause, yeah, you know. But Ellen kind of was like, you know, I'm proud of you. Yeah, like they already they kept it going, but nobody was like, I'm not impressed. We just need to. We really need to stop doing that. I'm not saying that what she's saying isn't isn't right or mm-hmm. it's not true, but I don't think we need to be so. <clears throat> I don't think we need to be. This is gonna sound bad. I'm a Christian and I love everybody. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I really do. But I, I just don't think that we need to be so welcoming right away just because it's a, you know, a, you know, somebody with some clout. You know what I'm saying? Because are they that accepting to us? Just exactly what she said about her privilege. You have the big mouth and, you know, you're getting money thrown at you. And y'all are like, yes, girl. But mm-hmm. yet y'all bash Tiffany Haddish for doing the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is it? Yeah. No, you, I, I agree. I don't understand. I, I agree. We talk about her, but let's talk about Jamel Hill, who literally had, was, has been silent. She took mm-hmm. her whole, got her whole career taken from her yep. because of her mouth. But yet we, yeah, Chelsea, you right, sis. Mm-hmm. Talk for, no, no, that's not it. I mean, I, I understand being like, oh, wow, I didn't think a white person was going to say this in public in front of other white people. I get it. But like, to just be like rolling out, like you said, rolling out the red carpet and stuff, like. No, it's the same with Anne Hathaway. A couple, a couple, like what is that? Two months ago, when she what did she do? Uh, with the post on Instagram, was it? Yeah, some post on. I forget. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, I think somebody was killed. Yes, and she made a post and like okay, like okay. Are, are you in the streets though? Right. 
you doing this from the set of your movie. You ain't doing nothing. Are you That's in? great that you're aware. Yeah. But we need more than that. We, yeah. You need to talk to your white sisters. Yeah, we need more than that. <laughs> Come on, man. You need to talk to your white sisters. Y'all gotta, we just gotta, and I'm not saying y'all, I'm saying we as a people need to stop doing that because mm-hmm. they're not doing it for us. We have to go through mm-hmm. climb ladders and go over mountains just to get accepted. But we are so quick with a tweet and a like. To let everybody else in, and we need to stop doing that. And I'm done. Um, speaking of white people not doing anything for us and being detrimental, Niecy Nash and was it the New York Times? Yes, decided to come up with a skit that I have to play like a clip of for you guys because it is hilarious. Phenomenal. So hold on. She needs a freaking Emmy just for this. This is so great. Here we go. Not for a charcoal grill. No charcoal grills are allowed. You're scared. Please leave me alone. You're white. African-American. Um, illegally selling water without a permit. But with cell phone cameras and social media, calling 911 on your black or brown neighbors just isn't what it used to be. Hi, I'm Nisi Nash, actress, inventor, and advocate for not calling 911 on black people for no goddamn reason. I'd like to introduce you to a radical new product that will save you all the headaches of being filmed and outed as a racist douche. It's called 1844 White Fear, and it's revolutionizing the way racist white people cope with black people living life near them. 1844 White Fear, there's a black guy outside my neighbor's house, and he's walking around. Our experienced staff have been living while black in America their entire lives. Darren here is a former Obama aide who had the cops called on him for moving into his new apartment. Yes, that is actually your neighbor, Michael. Yeah, no problem. Our records are actually showing that's actually his boat. Yeah, I know. Black people have boats too now. Studies show that people of color are more likely to be arrested, convicted, and serve longer sentences than white people for similar crimes. So calling 911 for non-emergency situations is really just a d- move. <laughs> I- so <clears throat> there's a phone number accompanied to this ad, the the, the one eight four four white fear. Genius. And like, um, it is, is a real is and the white spelt W Y T. So I called her earlier to make sure it was real. So we're gonna call it again online, <laughs> online on the air, so I can hear this foolishness. <laughs> Let's see. If it rings. Thank you for calling 1-844-WHITE-FEAR. We are here to address your urgent concerns about black or brown people living their life near you. I can't believe Please listen to the following options before making your selection. If you are indeed white and feeling scared about a black or brown person in your proximity, press 1. Let's press 1. Warning. If hearing Spanish is... We understand that you're feeling scared, but let the reality that black Americans are twice as likely to be arrested as whites and almost three times as likely to experience force during encounters with the police place your fears in a larger context and let this light jazz wash over you. If you're near a black or brown person waiting for a friend at a coffee shop, press three. Yo. If they're taking a nap in the Based on your menu selection, we have determined that you are not in danger. <laughs> in order to deal with this situation, you should put away your phone and move on oh with your day. Oh my god! 
come through New York Times. Yo. And he Yo. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. Yo, so if you like if we didn't press one. It then was you know how like you dial um you know a company to say for you for Spanish da, da, da. listen they went in like oh. if you're uncomfortable with the Spanish basically it was like so if you want to try the the actual number is one eight four four nine nine eight three three two seven I can't believe this is a thing. I love it if this is the thing are they hiring because I'm down to I love it I am down to work there can you imagine working there like oh my god thank you for calling white fear how may I help you oh my god there's a black guy at my house okay click I love it that'd be the best job ever I love it oh my gosh shout brilliant. out to Nash brilliant New York Times and EC Nash I'm a, I'm a fan they need a Pulitzer brilliant they need a Pulitzer brilliant just for that <laughs> just for that because that was incredible <laughs> That was incredible. I love it. That was incredible. I love it. <sighs> what we got next? I think that's all we have for like politics. Okay. Good. Basically. Yes. That was a lot. Um, so we can kind of kind of go on to we're just gonna call it miscellaneous. It's not really like entertainment, yeah. but it's not really not entertainment. Or whatever. Yep. So um <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you guys saw, so Clemson University had an extreme accident happened the other day um pretty much a house party didn't turn up it turned down Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. i don't know if that was a good one Uh, no you tried it all right you get an a i was was trying it on it's okay but anyway (laughs) people went to a house party they got kind of high they would jump in i guess they was playing crisscross whatever something's going on and the whole floor caved in Mm mm-hmm Dozens of people were injured. Yep. I don't know if there was any fatalities. I don't think so. The last I heard, I wasn't. No. Thank God. Yeah. But just to see the video, everybody just partying all of a sudden, boom. That is crazy. Girl. Now, you said something before we went in the air, <laughs> and I need to know what's going on. So, <laughs> when I was a student at AT, girl, I went to a house party. Oh. The house party was popping. Mm. The people were, in fact, jumping. I walked, you know, like there's a door. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked in and I'm like maybe two, three steps and Nuck If You Buck comes on. All right. So, you know, if you're not familiar with Nuck If You Buck Buck. Shame on you. Well, not everybody is familiar with it. If you're not familiar with Nuck If You Buck by Crime Mob, it's this popular song from the early 2000s by this group crime mob <laughs> and the song gets the people hype and they be jumping and pounding their fists into their hands yeah imagine being in a house in the living room everybody's jumping and then like i'm walking and i can feel the floor like you can feel the floor like boom boom boom, boom, boom. like you can feel it shake i'm like oh we might die in here tonight yeah it goes and then the floor i i feel the floor go crack and then it like turns into a bowl. And I was still near the door and I jumped out and I think I pulled like two of my friends out. Yes. It was like the floor turned into a bowl. The carpet saved everybody. Yes. But it was like the floor caved in. Like, yeah, the floor, I felt the floor. Like I was, we were like walking across the wall because yes. Can you imagine the people <laughs> downstairs like, Ooh. like, you know what? We just trying to have a nice night. 
Oh my god! I hope there was no one downstairs when it happened. Word. Yeah. Oh I, my god. Yeah, you could feel like the floor was a bowl. Jesus. Yeah. So terrifying stuff, man. What year was this? This was. Oh my god. Oh eight oh nine. Oh my god. <laughs> I think I was a freshman. Best days. Best yeah. Days. <laughs> You know, like, house party safety is a real thing. No, and, seriously. Like, it's one of the things, like, everybody wants to be at a house party and have fun because it's, like, inexpensive. Yeah. You go, probably free drinks, whatever. Yeah. You see a little boo there, whatever. But when it gets too much, yeah. I think that's why house parties turn into kickbacks. Yeah. And sometimes kickbacks can get out of hand. But mm-hmm. it's, like, the house party day, I mean, I was at a and too. Yeah. And, like, some house parties use it, like... Niggas had whole DJs in there. Yes. Like whole Like mixing and scratching. There was no playlist. No. Whole DJ in there getting it in. Yes. So that's heavy equipment. And then you having a house party, somebody else tells somebody else. Mm -hmm. I had a house party. The whole football team showed up to my house. (laughs) It wasn't supposed to be a house party. It was supposed to be select people. Right. And the whole football team showed up. It was like in Mean Girls. Oh, got you. Okay. Like, I yeah. got enough cheese and crackers for eight people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. And when I say cheese and crackers, I mean, like, a bottle. Oh, my God. <laughs> and... Niggas walking about. I was like, "Who are y'all?" Right. It got out of hand when somebody asked me to use my bathroom. I said, "Oh, absolutely oh not." Oh my god, absolutely not. It's time. Wrap this up. Right. Wrap this up. That is insane, girl. I mean, listen. If you're gonna have a house party, make sure you live on the first floor, and make sure you have enough space. Yeah. Like college apartments are not. My friends would have house parties, and they would like move the furniture into everybody's room, tape. Cardboard boxes on the wall because you know the gene prints on the wall was a serious thing. I like that. Prepar- See, that's preparation. Yo, they were like serious about it. I don't blame them. Ain't nobody trying to pay no fine. Hell no. Yes. It was like shout a out thing. to them. Yeah. I get it. Yes. I get it. Yep. Yeah, they would move all the furniture into everybody else's room. They would make <laughs> they would make drinks like they would make like a cooler of drinks. Before. I hear that. Oh my they were like so intense about it. It was annoying after a while. I was like, y'all are annoying. <laughs> I you know what? I get it though. Like it's like y'all not about to be eating my food. Yes. You're not gonna destroy my car. I didn't say they had food in the fridge. They never had food in the fridge. Oh. There was a house full of guys. Come on. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. So that's true. College that's guys true. on top of that. So Yeah. yeah. The worst. Yeah. Um so <laughs> Dang, I want a cookout right right now. Me too. So- <laughs> Wow. I really want to cook out. Kind of like reminiscing and everything. Yeah, I really like, really want to cook out, Um, Yeah, so Clemson, next house party, just maybe have maybe have a gym jam. Yeah. Keep Something like first that. Floor. Keep first on, floor. Keep it on the first floor. Maybe just, you know, eight people. That's it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, y'all know Clemson University is huge. <laughs> so A&T, Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Um. Yeah, so that's that. Um, one of the next things I got, I saw this clip pop up on my timeline, and I thought it was—I just—I just thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I—I I saw 
the caption right away. It said, this men- this mentality is poisonous and ignorant and needs to die in the black community ASAP. So I don't know what was going on, but somebody was going around interviewing black girls. I'm guessing, just I'm using my context clues, I'm mm-hmm. guessing the context of this video was supposed to be about what type of guys you like yeah. and why. Yeah. And they met these two girls that had no problem giving that exact answer. But of course... um, it is extremely problematic, so I'm gonna kind of let you guys hear what happened. What? I don't know if they've been able to hear that. If you guys weren't here, because they were in a mall. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of crowded. But basically, the young lady said, <clears throat> I like light-skinned guys because I don't want no nappy-headed ass babies. Mm. The two girls that they're interviewing are, in fact, black. Um, I wouldn't call them light-skinned. I like to give, like, flavors, so I would call them, like, caramel macchiatos. Um, they light-skinned. I don't... Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but you hear them. They said they like light-skinned guys because they don't want no nappy-headed ass babies. And when I saw it and I heard it, I was like, "That's dumb." It is extremely dumb because I'm, I would be considered light-skinned, but my hair is like four C. So, four mm-hmm. C is the kinkiest of kinky. Yeah, so. like I just, I don't know. But I guess like the the caption was like this mentality is poisonous and ignorant and needs to die in the black community ASAP. And that person, Lucky Lefty underscore, is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we do have a lot of black people within our community that don't see the beauty in cohabitating with you know us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I we talked about this on the show numerous <clears throat> times about mm-hmm. having a preference. We all like like Sierra liked Blake Griffin. That's her preference. You know what I'm saying? Like, f- what? Wait a minute. Yeah. Like, yeah, I f- and I like. You bringing that up as shade, kind of. No, because I'm saying, I'm thinking about preference. We're talking about preference. (laughs) Everybody has a preference. So, like, that's her preference. My preference, who's my preference? It's Chris Evans. That's my preference. But. There is no shade, sis. There is no shade. I feel it. No, I, I feel it. It might just be shade because it's Blake Griffin. And I just, no. He's fine. He's not fine. You're insane. He's not fine. He is. He's just not it. Ask anybody. I will. Don't ask anybody. I will. I'm going to ask everybody. <laughs> but anyway, that mentality, it does need to die. It's just, it it's does. horrible. I think that we need to stop. Even We do have a preference, but I don't think it has to be like... Comb with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. You don't have to be like, you know, yeah, I like light skin and I want to make sure that they got green eyes and make sure that, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but there are people like that though. I don't know. And that's like a conditioning. Like that definitely has to come from somebody else maybe saying to them like, you know, that might be come from your grandma. Like, now don't you bring none of them nappy headed black boys around here. We only we only breed light skin with soft curly hair. Like that. Like, that's how some people used to talk back in the day. Is that kind of similar to maybe like this Napoli Ever After movie that came out? Like with the, I, I still haven't seen it. It's just not, I mean, I'm, it's on my list of things to do. But it's you like. You can take it off your list. Really? <laughs> yes, it's bad. It was just like, I felt like the context of that movie was to be, you know, that light skinned girl with the, the straight <clears throat> hair and, you know, the perfect skin and mm. all that stuff like that. And it wasn't okay to shave off your head and start from scratch and just, and you know, 
accept your natural. That's exactly what it is. This, yeah, that's you know exactly what, what it is. And she had a. She was. Did you read the book? Because I didn't even know it was a book. I didn't know it was a book either. I thought it was just an original Netflix film. No, it's a book. It's based off a book. And, pa- hmm. and apparently the people who read the book were like, oh, the movie's terrible. Um, but yeah, basically everything you said was what was portrayed in the movie. And a lot of people who read the book were like, uh, that's not, it's not right. It left much to be desired or whatever. But yeah, it was basically like, oh, she kept hmm. her hair straight because her mom, her mom conditioned her as a child. Like, you got to keep your hair straight. Don't jump in the water. Um and long hair will help you get get a man, get married, or whatever, and like all this other stuff. And she got tired of it one day and shaved it all off, and had a had a rebirth, if you will. You know, it's sad because like we talk about you know these two young ladies that had this this mentality, but there's a lot of men out there that had the mentality, and that's why sometimes Ooh, yes. it's extremely. I've been seeing a lot of these. I don't know inspirational talkers, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> these men out here that's like, you know, sis, I saw one the other day that had a, um, like a slideshow of a bunch of celebrities. It was like Nicki Minaj, Amber Rose. Yes. You know yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. And he was saying how like, you know, they're calling themselves Queens. Like, you know, y'all, you need to get with such and such. A, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, and I got so irritated. I was Same. like, yeah. I think I know who posted. Let me see. If I, I don't. I don't want to hear. There are some guys that just they like women. Right. They're attracted to what they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. But in today's society, a lot of men are attracted to the Amber Roses of the world, the the Bernices of the world, and the rest of them Instagram. Yeah. Exactly. Let, me see, let me see if I can. That guy. Hold on. All of these chicks calling themselves queens, and they don't even love themselves. I'm an '80s baby, man. All my crushes growing up were real women, natural beauties, real titties, real ass, real face. Everything about it was gorgeous, even their attitudes, everything, man. Nowadays, all these chicks want to call themselves queens, self-proclaimed, ain't earned no title. And y'all call them queens, too. Y'all oh, respect that I shit. can't even listen to this. It's like... nice to look at, nice to have sex with, but to wife that up? Hell no, I'm good. All of these bozo ass niggas be wifing these chicks up because they wasn't getting no chicks when they was growing up. They don't even know what the standard of a beautiful woman is. Nowadays, the standard is being fake. But yet you bag them and you have sex with them and you do all that stuff. I just don't like so in the in the slideshow with the exactly exactly. You should see how sis is stressed out right here. You have clips of Amber Rose and Nicki Minaj, and then it kind of switches to clips of Aaliyah mm-hmm. and Nia Long in the 70s, Sanaa mm-hmm. Lathan and Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. I don't care how crazy it may, what's going to come out my mouth seems to y'all. All those women are beautiful, right. regardless, from Nicki Minaj onto the last picture. Mm-hmm. All of them are gorgeous. I don't think it's a problem with a woman mm-hmm. getting. But that's what makes her feel beautiful. Right. Get them butt shots, sis. Get your boobs done. Do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand how men take it upon themselves to because that video was belittle. You know, was very belittling. As fuck. Are you serious? Like self proclaimed? Yeah. Who else? Is, how? If you're Come not going to claim me as a queen, yes, ma'am. Who else am I supposed? How? How Thank else am I supposed you. to get that title? That's what. As the that. How dare you fix your goddamn mouth to say anything about those women? Secondly, what's the make? This is the thing about the patriarchy that just drives me crazy. Was like that he felt like 
the way he was talking was like he had a stake on women, like he had a claim on women. Right. And he was like, I'm all these women are mine, except these women here, those those bitches with the fake asses and the fake titties, that's not real. Like, how dare you? Right. Shut your mouth. Be quiet. Be quiet. That that clip really got me tight. Yeah, it I was really triggered. did. I was triggered. And it's just like these young these young ladies in the video was talking about, you know, they want light skin. Y'all dudes are the exact same way. Oh yeah. Y'all be quick to be like, even though sometimes y'all be using y'all joking, y'all not. Don't lie. Because let the dark skinned chick with the 4C hair come up to you, you're gonna have a problem with you. But let Bernice come up to you, it's a whole different story. So okay. cut that nonsense out, man. That's all I'm gonna say about Gross. that. Cause I'm just I'm y'all need to stop. Disgusting. We all need to stop. Like we we can have our preference, yeah. but we don't have to make it so like that that the opposite of our preference is so disgusting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If right. you want you a Gabrielle Union, that's cool. Right. But don't blame the dude who's messing with a Nicki Minaj because right. both women are equally beautiful. That's it. Cut it out. That really is just like and that's just like another tactic to like that makes women feel like women who don't have um who are who are insecure or who have low self esteem, and that's just gonna make them want to continue to compete with these women and and all yeah. of that stuff with the body image you want is it stems from men saying shit like that. It's bad enough we got to compete with the white chicks that want to look like us. Ooh, child. Okay, ghetto. it's bad enough we got to compete with the Kylie Jenners with the with the lip filters and even with her. If that's what she needs to make herself feel beautiful, then <clears throat> so be it, sis. While she's making her nine hundred million dollars, okay, mm-hmm. I ain't mad at her. But there's nothing wrong. We don't. We should have to. We have to compete with them, and now we got to compete with with our brothers that's telling us that what we are doing to make ourselves beautiful makes us less than right. I uh, saw something the other day about somebody. I'm not gonna say no names, but I literally had to unfollow him because, I, like, what he said made me so tight. What did he say? He said that if you're in your 20s and 30s and wear a wig, I'm gonna assume that you have. Ooh, on Facebook. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I was, yeah. I was like, I can't. Like he says problematic stuff all the time. That all that, the time that threw me. And then I'm, I was looking at the comments. I was like, okay, somebody in here is gonna be like, yo, dude. Yeah. Everybody was like, yo, you ignorant. LOL. Really? He says stuff like that all the time. If you're in your 20s and your 30s and you wear a wig, that means you have a a, med- a, a medical illness? Wow. Okay, cool. Disgusting. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's all I'm going to say. Disgusting. I'm annoyed. It's okay. <sighs> We're going to do a quick wrap up on some things. Mm. We got some stuff. Um... Hold on. Extensions. 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 Yeah. Mr. X. Pitchfork released an audio clip of Mr. Extension incriminating himself, basically, admitting that he did some criminal things. Um now this comes after he was killed. What last year? Early, no, a couple months ago. God damn! Like maybe <clears throat> like two, three months ago. He was killed a couple months ago. Then Vic Mensa last week was getting the pitchforks at him mm. for saying what he said at the BET Awards mm. in the cipher, which when he didn't say nothing. Really. Yeah, it wasn't really targeted. Could have been directed at anybody. But I want you guys to hear what was said because uh, gross. So let me see if I can get it to play. We got a lot of clips for y'all. Every occasion, until now, until I started fucking her 
I started fucking her up because she made one mistake. And then from there, the whole cycle went down. Now she's scared. That girl is scared for her life, which I understand. You see me. You know what I do to people. You know, all of them boys know. It's on fucking new times. I'm on new times for stopping how, how many people they put in the news. It said three. It was eight. In Deerfield. She know that. She seen the shit. She seen when I came back from stabbing. You know She seen when I came back. Had a brand new laptop. With no tears on my face. No remorse. I just knew I was going to jail. She know. So she's scared. She thinks I'm going to kill her. So yeah, that's your man's there basically saying he definitely, he didn't stab just three people. He stabbed eight people. And um, it's like, I feel it's like a very small percentage of me feels bad because it's like, you know, he does have a family, you know, and I just, I don't understand why the media loves to put all that, like how you just magically get a clip of this after this kid's been dead for a couple months. I don't think that we, we shouldn't. Let's not put anything negative about him. Mm-hmm. Like it's unfortunate the way he died. Um, I think it's great to be aware, but what can we do about it now? He's gone, right? But I just <clears throat> I do want the media. To, we need to stop celebrating criminals. Yeah, and just to like piggyback off what you said, like we were all attacking Vic Mensa, like oh he a hater. Mm-hmm. Nah, what he said was was real. We're quick to celebrate criminals the abusers of women and domestic violence i don't understand like with him though so that that takashi 69 kid like Mm -hmm. this kid is trash his music's trash (laughs) he's trash but yet he goes and visits an eight-year-old cancer um cancer victim first of all because she's a fan i don't know why an eight-year-old knows whatever um and everybody is again we roll another oh man that's mad nice yo he humble about his Regardless, he was sleeping with little kids. He was doing bad things, and we should not be celebrating it just because he got a brand manager who was like, "We're gonna try and switch this around," which is cool, right? But we're not gonna forget. Let's not forget, right? Period. So people want to forget, especially when they like the, the person. They like maybe what they brought up to the yeah. yeah. But don't sit here and say he's humble when he's doing everything but what a humble person does. Mm-mm. Horrible. Um, all right, for what we're gonna wrap up this time. We okay. should probably call this like we want you to notice, but we don't got time for this. Basically. Okay. I like it. So here we go. Brother Nature. Oh. Fine. <laughs> Dude is so fine to me. He's like he's cute. What? He got his he's got his teeth fixed, and I'm he here did for get his it. Teeth fixed. And I was like, yes. His teeth is white. Yeah, I was like white and straight, and okay. I'm here for it. Yeah. He's like what, 18? I don't know. He's young. I don't even know if I I'm thought a, he was like 16. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say he's fine. You can say he's cute though. There's he's, no problem. He's cute. There's no problem with that. Anyway, this guy's been on the internet. He's done he like he's like the It's like the animal whisperer. Animal whisperer for for like the people of color. Yeah. Anyway, people was hating on this man because this man been getting checks. He's been doing everything. Somebody went through his his uh, old tweets where he was saying things like how Hitler and all types of racist. Oh girl, yeah, it's bad. It was bad. Oh, yeah, he see, was, I didn't even see it. Yeah, he said some really bad things. And so the internet is clearly divided. Some people are like, cancel him, get him out of here. And then other people, myself included, are like, can you really put this man on trial for something he said when he was 12 or 13? Can you imagine being on trial for something you said when you was 12 or 13? I said some terrible things when I was 12 or 13. Yeah, me too. So, uh, 
don't know. I think like I don't mm-hmm. know. I think we need I think we need to be selective on who we cancel. We can't we're trying to cancel the wrong people. Yeah. You know, we need to be canceling Takashi Six Nine. Right. And people like that. Because mm-hmm. this guy's doing some great stuff. He is. He's not hurting anybody. No. I mean, he literally he is an overnight sensation. Some deer was in his backyard and he right. everything's just, just blossomed from that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see a problem. Yeah, you're twelve, thirteen, you don't really know. Mm-mm. Not really, you know. Right. Um, but these grown men that, you know, you knew what you was doing when you was 32 and now you 52. Right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You, you're, it's dead for you. Yeah, you're not acceptable to the rule. Um, <sighs> next thing. Just thought you guys should know that um, in Peru, they are finally counting uh, the Afro-Peruvian people on their census. That means all the dark-skinned people in Peru were not counted on the census since 1940. So yeah, that's a nineteen forty. Let's do the math. Yeah, I'm I'm bad at math. Yeah, I don't feel like getting my. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mad years, fam. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, what we're trying to say is that racism does not just exist here in North America. Mm -hmm. It's like it's it's international. Yep. Okay. Straight up. Um, Also, just thought you guys should know that there are a bunch of people hiking from Honduras Mm. up to the Mexico border. Mm. Hiking, hiking. People are um, they're doing about twenty five miles a day, walking. Chababa. Yes. Ooh, they, yeah. ooh, Jesus be a pedicure. Yeah, they're all they're they're like all walking together, and it's like I've like been watching it on Good Morning America every morning because I've been late to work okay. a lot. But nonetheless, the people like the people they're going through other cities, and other people in other cities are like bringing them food and water and helping them on this journey. I absolutely love the way that they're, that they're like looking out for these people. They're feeding them. Awesome. They're giving them clothes. They're um like they're just really being like bringing out a sense of community. So that's dope. I hope everybody is safe on that that hike. That's dope. Cause that is tough, yeah. Uh, mm. And the last thing we got, Rondo mm. and CP3, <laughs> Chris Paul. I love basketball season. <laughs> Came to a few punches. I love basketball. You're, you're, I'm, you're the resident sports uh, expert here on the show. Listen, you had to break it down. So Saturday night was the <laughs> the Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers uh, home opener. Basically, the first home game for King LeBron James. So let's, let's just let's just look at, at mm-hmm. that. Um, and they were playing the Houston Rockets, um, who, I mean, I don't think they have like a beef, but eh, everybody's everybody's going for that one that one title in the West. So yeah. it is what it is. So during the game, for some reason, it was a lot of violence going on. Uh, Brandon Ingram, who plays for the Los Angeles Lakers, did push uh, my bro James Harden. He's calmed down. Um, Which I didn't understand why. I mean, I don't know. He's a hater. So James dumb. Harden's popping. He's a Virgo. Whatever. And um, that yeah. Makes, that makes sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was the first act of violence. It was no big deal. Then the main event, <clears throat> I guess Chris Paul and Rajon Rondo, who's really not that liked. He's not that liked in basketball. Like he's he's a problematic team. It's always been a problem every team he's been on. Rajon Rajon Rondo. Yeah, Yeah, he's it's always. I mean, yeah, he has. I actually do remember him. You know what I'm saying? When Mm -hmm. he was in the Celtics, I mean, he was friends with Kevin Garnett, another problematic behind player, but whatever. Birds of a feather flock flock together. together. Okay, (laughs) we don't like that. So he kind of got into like him and Chris Paul was getting into each other's face, Mm -hmm. and he did spit on him. He did. He spit on him. He totally spit on him. No, he didn't. He totally spit on him. He didn't. Why else would Chris Paul wipe his face? Because Carmelo Anthony was talking and Carmelo Anthony accidentally. Nah. Yes. Listen, there was someone who I was following, not following, but I followed a guy who like did like a tweet by tweet, like. The slow motion. Yes. Yeah, he spit on him. No. He's been on him. Well, regardless. Either way. 
<laughs> regardless of the situation, Chris Paul put his fingers in Rajon Rondo's face. Was like, yo, no, he nudged him. He like touched his forehead. Like, boom, and Rajon Rondo was like, oh, oh hell yeah. no. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Like three punches to the face was like. <sighs> and Brandon Ingram came in defense of his teammate and thug do it. <laughs> Straight thug he was, was like, now nah, I'm getting these punches. Now, <laughs> some people were saying that, like, you know, like that, like that Rajondo, like that Rajondo started the fight. Rajondo, I'm calling him Rajondo. It's okay, Rajon. Rajon. <laughs> Rajondo. Some people were saying Rondo started the fight. Some people were saying Chris Paul started the fight. Some people were saying that Brandon Ingram had no, no right to even get involved. None. And I disagree. Um, I kind of think that that Chris Paul started the fight, even though Rajon spit on him. Um, he did start the fight. Um, you don't put your your fingers in another man's face and expect him not to. Yeah, swing on you. Okay. Yeah, you don't nudge somebody in the forehead like that, dog. Now mm-hmm. I thought Rajon Rondo was older than Chris Paul. Like Rajon Rondo literally came into the league the year after Chris Paul. Oh, really? They're like one year apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Like one's thirty three, one's thirty two. Oh wow. Even though Rajon Rondo looks like he's forty five. But anyway, he looked old as shit. He does. Like yeah, he like a turtle. But anyway, um. So, Chris Paul, you was kind of wrong for that. Now, Brandon Ingram, on the other hand, mm-hmm. everybody saw a thug. I saw a teammate defending his team. Like, nah, you don't like think about it. Like, I, I don't know. I think no, because I'm gonna say no. Only, only reason I'm gonna say no is because he had pushed Harden earlier. So I'm like, right. So it was like he was. I think he was. I don't know. I, just, I think he was mm-hmm. just being a teammate. Like, nah, he was being a thug. <laughs> <laughs> He's being a thug. He was being a thug, but I think he was just hey, like, no, we all fighting. Like, no, because LeBron was pulling them apart, and he, he was, and he was like he was pulling Chris apart because I mean that's his man's. So, and that's another thing. A lot of people was like, "Low LeBron, like he crazy. He shouldn't like he's he's on the Lakers now. You need to defend your teammates." Him and Chris Paul, you talking about besties? It's a unit. Him, Carmelo, Chris Paul, uh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I don't care what what team you want. Also, that's his team right there. Lakers isn't a fucking gang. Relax. Wait, what? Let this not a gang. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, like blood in, blood out. Like, not, yeah, it really gotta, ain't that y'all deep. Gotta, y'all gotta chill out. Like, I will say this, and I don't promote violence. I am excited. I'm excited. If this is the NBA this season, let's get it. <laughs> let's go. Because this is reminding me of old basketball, the early 2000s basketball, the 90s basketball, when players were like, yo, I ain't no bitch. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's get it. I'm I'm with it. We don't need to fight each other, but hey, you're not just going to punk me around, bro. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Look at this ghetto shit. It was. The it was funny, though. Fighting. It was funny. It was funny. Um, we don't deal with that with my team. Like, the Knicks, we're wholesome people. Girl, if you don't cut the we shit. We are wholesome. We're a wholesome team. We New are wholesome. York? Yeah, but we're wholesome. Okay. We're wholesome now. If that's what, if that's we, got you- <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of J.R. Smith. We got rid of the thugs. And we wholesome over here. We good. Okay. We good. If that's how you want to do I'm it. I'm just saying. So if that's how you want to do it. Um, all right. Time for the midday thoughts. Yeah, we got the midday thought. We're gonna so okay. So y'all were real triggered today. Okay. Y'all were real triggered this week. Yes. So we saw like Sierra sent over a tweet <laughs> that was so funny. It said, My aunt said no kids at her wedding reception. Guess what people did? Showed up with their children and couldn't attend and had the audacity to be mad at her. So we kind of said, hmm, this is interesting. So we came up with this question. Do you think it's right for couples to have kidless weddings? 
And I must say, I was very surprised at all these responses. Me too. I was like, okay. Me too. So, I'm going to read through them real quick. Uh, so... Poopa said, I think it's 100% appropriate. One, this is what the guest of honor wants. Two, again, this isn't about you or your pick <laughs> or your pick me them. Three, sometimes adults just want to be grown without having to think about the little eyes that they may be watching. Mm-hmm. Four, this ain't about you. If you want to be, if you want to be <laughs> mad, go sit your ass at home with your badass kids. I like it. Yep. 20 dot something said, folks can folks can have what uh whatever wedding they want, other than other Others can simply not attend if they don't like it. Agreed. Boom. Uh, Sacks Prophet, what up, Charles? Says, <laughs> you sack Charles every week, man. <laughs> he said, babies are loud, kids are unpredictable. If you want liquor, a peaceful wedding, liquor at the reception, and unedited music, send the kitty somewhere else. The only thing they are good for is if they uh, if they are flower girls or ring bearers, and they usually mess that up. Damn, tough crowd. Dude, Charles is crazy. We need a wedding. So- Was there some issues at your wedding? Right. <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> I agree with you though, but dang. Um, Brianna Lawrence said it's their wedding. It's just like when people ask you not to take pictures as not to ruin their... Pre- Wait. It's just like when people ask ask you not to take pictures as not to ruin their professional pictures. Mm-hmm. If you're not okay with a kidless wedding, then you can decline the invitation. I have two kids and I don't want to bring them with me anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, Brianna. She said it's stressful. Uh, beat by E... I'm well, sorry, beat... By dot e beauty said, killers weddings are genius. Just think all the decorations, the many possible accidents with the wedding dress facts. Mm-hmm. I have heard that weddings are magical. Couples that attend can use that wedding as a date night away from the kids. I think no kid under thirteen is a great idea for a wedding. Hmm. Hmm. Thirteen, I think, is a little high. I mean, it's a little low. I think. I think so too. Let's take it up to eighteen. If you can't drive your own car yeah. and get out of here. I don't get the. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ty Higgins <laughs> What up Ty? Ty Said it's their wedding They choose Children run the risk Of disruption issues And no one deserves To have their special day Potentially interrupted By a factor That's out of their control <sighs> Okay And then Hashtag Braun is 0-3 I'm sick of him Oh wow Dang that was well, so random. Like, why? That was so random. <laughs> Malik the Geese said, I'm here for a childless wedding reception. It's your day. If you don't want to be bothered with the babe, that's your prerogative. I see couples that had children in their wedding and or members of their wedding party who are parents hire a babysitter for the kids and had them tucked away in a children's suite, my aunt's wedding. But that was the benefit, and that was for the benefit of the wedding party. Just, just y'all said, I think it's a great idea. Sometimes you just want an adult atmosphere without having to worry about the intra, the extra disruption. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cammy, uh, Cammy RC. Hey, Cambria. Cambria. First of all, shout outs to you being she, married. She just got married. Congrats, okay. girl. So I guess this was real triggering. Okay. Real triggering. Yes, ma'am. If the bride and groom don't want children at their wedding, they should respect their wishes. They have paid a lot of money for you to enjoy their day. So the least you can do is what they ask. That day will be the happiest day for them mm-hmm. and go by so fast. So you shouldn't be there making negative memories for them. Facts. Um, Jalissa Ball. Hey, Jalissa. Hey. Said yes. Got enough attitude from the from the adults. Facts. <laughs> um, living the best life, a.k.a. <laughs> Absolutely. If the couple wants no kids, then that's what it is. I don't get when people get upset about it. Some things are for adults only, especially when it's a wedding night. I mean, a night wedding. Yeah. I agree. Um, wow, y'all was real triggered. Yeah. Um, you love RW. I think it's their day, so it should be their preference. Children can sometimes take away from the day, cause distractions and such. Grab a babysitter and enjoy an adult evening. Uh, smiles underscore J. Hey, Jasmine. Said my... Res- <laughs> 
<laughs> so she's getting married next year. Uh-huh. My reception is kidless, thank God. Um, <gasps> so if they try it, they're out of luck. Find a babysitter or just say, you can't come. I'm trying to have an adult fun and don't need kids around for the shenanigans. Good. I'm with it. Yeah. Um, hopeful one. First of all, I really like your name. Um, if, you're, if you've ever been to a wedding reception that has kids versus the one that don't, uh, then you know exactly why kidless receptions are appropriate. <laughs> I have a funny story. Okay. Oh, wait, I got one more. Okay. Uh, Mashira Davis said, hell yeah, I think it's right. Don't nobody want to be dealing with no little, with a little screaming badass kid while I'm trying to enjoy and witness the blessed union. And for God's sake, don't let them bring them to the reception where I'm trying to get lit. It's a couple's prerogative <laughs> to have a, a kidless wedding reception if they prefer. <laughs> no, Y'all were so triggered. Oh my god. Okay, I I agree with everybody on there because even Charles, even Charles, kids do be messing it up. They do. I was a, I was a flower girl and I messed it up at somebody's wedding. I cried. Who wants that pressure, girl? Well, you cried at the. I cried because I was scared. I'm 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 supposed to be walking down. Everybody turning and looking at me, looking at me like, ooh, girl. I wasn't ready to be a star just yet. Sierra. I wasn't ready to be a star. Anyway, when my mom got married at her reception, there were kids at the wedding, and my stepdad had his grandchildren at the at the at the wedding as well because they were in the wedding. Mm-hmm. So my mom, being the jokester that she is, on her garter, she wrapped a pink thong around her garter. So 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 James goes over there, grabs it, and he gets the garter, and the pink thing flows out, flies out, and he's waving it around. His granddaughter turns to me and was like, Sierra, what's that pink thing? And I had to be like quick on my feet. And I was like, um, I wasn't looking. I don't know. Like, come on, man. I'm like, she, yeah. like that put me on the spot. Like, I'm like, this is awkward. I had to tell my mom, like, mom, you're really killing me yeah. here. I, yeah. I'm sitting next to all the kids. Yeah. First, like, first of all, who did the seating arrangements? That's messed up. Why they put you at the kid table? I wasn't at the kid table. I was the kids. Family. It was at the, yeah, because I was in the bridal party. So it was like, oh, I got you. yeah. Okay. All right. Nonetheless. I'm like, that's messed up. Why they put you no, at the they didn't put, kid put. Give me some respect, Sherelle. No, I was saying, like, could you. Like, like just, just no, a little was, bit. Just a little. No, I was saying I just didn't know. First, you shaded me with Blake Griffin. I didn't know the caliber of the like the seating charts, and I was trying to defend you. I didn't know. No, okay, no, ma'am. Anyway, your your answer. I mean, I agree. I don't want no damn kids. When I get married, Mm -mm. I'm sorry. Get them out of here. I remember at my aunt's wedding, I was like seven. After we ate, Mm -hmm. like Gam was up in a hotel suite, and all the kids was up there. Yeah, all of them. Mm -hmm. Like we ate. And that was it. Yeah. Like, none of it. I think, as I'm saying, so whoever said 13, if you don't have a car and a license, you cannot come. Yeah. Because you should be able to drive home yourself. Mm-hmm. I would say 18, maybe even 21, if we being real. I agree with you. 21. So that way, you know, you can really drive. And if right. you want to drink, you can drink. They don't. Yeah. I don't. Mm-mm. I just don't. Yeah. Babies. Ooh, oh my gosh. Oh, who wants to deal with that? Unless the bride and the groom have a kid already yeah. at the wedding. I don't know. Still send his ass upstairs. Yeah, too I still think yeah. we can get a babysitter, an overnight babysitter at that. Yeah, like because y'all gonna be tired. That's a lot of work. I hope I'm not tired on my wedding night. Everybody's everybody's tired on their wedding night. I've yet to meet one bride who's like, oh girl, you know, we went out dancing afterwards. Yeah, like, I want to like. You're gonna be tired. Be tired. You're gonna be tired. That's why I want every like the only thing I should have to do is my hair and my makeup. Everything else should be done. Watch, it's not because it's a wedding. Yo, you're gonna be tired. Nah, you're gonna I be hope t- not. You are. That's gonna piss me off. I'm gonna start crying because because you're gonna be tired. Because like you know what you want to do in your wedding night. I shouldn't be too tired to do that. 
I'm gonna cry. Most couples be like, nah, we went home. My husband took 45 minutes to take me out my dress and we ate Chinese food and went to bed. Home? <laughs> home? Niggas be going, well, yeah, because some people can't afford to go right That's to true. the honeymoon. You That's know, true. some people like take like months to be like, oh yeah, we had we got married and we took a month to do some more work and then we went to our honeymoon. Which I always thought that was weird too. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take at least like a couple days off from work. Yeah. Like, I'm not just gonna get married on Saturday and, and then, like be back at work on Monday. Yeah, no, that's no, not. No, that's not happening. Yeah, no. <laughs> Y'all not gonna see me for a whole like yeah, a week it's at least. Be a while, so. Might come back on Wednesday, yeah. maybe. <sighs> um, well, we talked a lot. We had 117. Wow. But we got through a lot, though. We, we got did. through a lot. Yo. We, did. we like that y'all was like really into the midday thought. Yeah. Like, um, we'll have to ask you guys some more. Some more um, Some more triggering questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, the married showed up. For real. The married showed up. Mm. So, with that being said, that's it, right? Do we have to tell them what platforms we want? I again? mean, you know, I just, just a reminder. We're on everything Spotify. SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. There's so many the options. options are so many apps limitless. Don't forget to come to the event next Tuesday. Yes. We will be in there like swimwear. Um, rewind it to find all the information. It's at the top of the episode. Yeah. Yes. Basically. Basically. So, um, um, but while you're listening and finding us on all those ads, make sure that you, whatever you do find is make sure you're giving us a review, a five star review, mm-hmm. um, and rate, I'm sorry, give us a review and rate us with five stars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Subscribe. Subscribe as well. Um, also make sure you check out our website, headwrapsandlipsticks.com. Make sure you send us the email. If you're interested in partnering with us or doing anything with us, headwrapsandlipsticks at gmail.com. Um, and we will see y'all next Week for our Geo slash Halloween type situation. Yeah. And <laughs> last thing. Um so Sierra's mom, she she came for our next. Oh yeah, she did. She came for our next. Um <laughs> and I guess we haven't really kind of talked about it about breast cancer awareness month. Right. Um women and men, make sure you are checked regularly. Um, I do know that you are supposed to be checked at age 40. However, if you do have uh, cancer in your family, it's better that you get checked at age 35. Mm-hmm. Um, it is treatable. Um, go see your doctor. Even if you don't have health insurance, I know in North Carolina alone, they do have free mammograms for with Atrium Health and Novant Health. They do have like a mammogram bus that travels the city um, and traveling neighborhoods. Um, so th- there's really no excuse to get... Um, to get checked out and and just just getting getting it caught early mm-hmm. if if anything right but hopefully it's not but that's why they have these things that's it yeah oh and go vote early oh lord please go vote early <laughs> go vote early and that's it we done we done peace out y'all later.